just out getting my shopping done. Look at this live, laugh, loathe sign I found for my living room. Cute, isn't it? And look at you with all your bags. Someone must be going for a new look. But be careful. Sometimes trying to restyle yourself can consume you. I've actually got a story about that. Let me tell it to you while we walk over to Uncle Dan's pretzels. I could kill for a cinnamon twist right now. Our story begins with a teenager named Max who was feeling a little glum about herself and felt she needed a makeover. But what she didn't know is that this makeover would soon take over. <laughs> You'll see what I mean. Max and her best friend Bobby were headed home from school. You know I love this series, but the CGI is just not doing the storytelling justice. Uh, and the actors aren't pronouncing the spells right. No offense, Bobby, but I'm really not in the mood to talk about Wizard Warriors. What? But we always discuss new episodes. Did you see they brought back Sir Spellius? Listen to me. There's more important things to life than Wizard Warriors. <gasps> you shut your mouth right now. I'm being serious. It's our junior year of high school, and still nobody knows us. So? I prefer it that way. Well, I don't. Don't you ever wish we had more friends, or... We're at least invited to hang out more often than we are already? We're never invited to hang out. Yes, Bobby, I know. You're not helping. So, what do you say? I would just like to be noticed. Be included. Feel like part of the crowd. How? Do something crazy for attention? <laughs> it sounds bad when you say it like that. Change who you are? Not necessarily. Change is a strong word. Nope, th that's exactly what you're getting at. Oh my gosh, this is why you've been off lately. Uh, you want to fit in, but what's wrong with who you already are? I don't know. Who I am now doesn't seem to be all that great. To who? Your parents think you're great? I, I think you're great. If other people can't see you for who you are, that's on them. I appreciate the pep talk. But I mean... What's wrong with trying to modify a bit? I'm just talking about updating my wardrobe. Dressing to fit in, nothing major. Vanessa, you look amazing. So posh, it's so glam. Oh, look, it's the Dianes, worshiping Queen Vanessa, as always. See, Max, those are the drones you're trying to be. Max and Bobby stopped to watch two freakishly skinny girls known as the Dianes adore the outfit of a perky blonde known as Vanessa. I'm not trying to be like them, but they really do love what Vanessa's wearing, don't they? Max, you have that look in your eye you only get when someone throws their leftovers in the trash. It wouldn't hurt to ask Vanessa where she shops. Why bother? She doesn't even know us. Hey, Vanessa? Um... Hello. Mabel and Justin, is it? Wow. No. Not at all. You almost got mine right, though. No, she did not. I'm Max, and this is Bobby. Oh. Okay. Can I help you with something? 
I just saw you hanging out with the Dianes, and they seemed blown away by your new look. And then I was blown away by your new look, and then I was like, That's how blown away I was. <laughs> Wish I'd get blown away right about now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. It's all from this new little boutique that opened up. They have the hottest fashions. I think it's European. So that's why it's so stylish. Been wearing their clothes only the past few days. Totally. Yeah, where is this boutique? That's the funny thing. It's never been in the same place. It kind of just pops up around town. I think it's a pop-up boutique. What? Yep. That's what they do in Europe, you know. Are you sure about that? <laughs> well, I gotta go get to my pedicure with the Dianes. Bye, Million Billy. How? How did she still mess up our names? So badly. I need to find that boutique. Max wished with her whole being that she could know where that boutique was. And then... Max, there isn't a pop-up boutique. She was just saying that because she didn't want to tell you where she... Oh my gosh. Is that the boutique? Where? Bobby pointed to where he was looking. Right in the middle of a baseball field was a small storefront. The sign over top read, Diaval Boutique. Oh my gosh. I know. How is it there? We found it. Come on, let's go in. Max pulled Bobby behind her into the shop. They immediately stopped and were taken back by the army of mannequins that surrounded them. Each one was different in its own unique way. Wow. This is really... Creepy? I was going to say interesting. Ah, yes. Come in, come in. Welcome to Diavol Boutique, where fashion is eternal. I am Mola. You are both looking to change your wardrobe, yes? Uh, just her. Oh, are you sure about that? Hey. A girl I know named Vanessa has been shopping here. Everyone seems to love what she's wearing. What's wrong with my outfit? Ah, yes. Now you two are wanting to look extra spectacular gorgeous, yes. Uh, yes? Mola understands. Stands, my dear. I have just the thing for you, and only for you. Come with me. Mala led Max through the sea of mannequins into a changing room. She pulled out a tall, neatly folded pile of clothes and handed them to Max. You try on all these, yes? Well, all of these? Are they my size? <laughs> Mola knows what she is doing. Now dress and I wait here. Max changed into outfit after outfit. Each one fit her perfectly, as if they were made only for her. With each change of clothing, Max felt different. It was hard to explain, but every time she saw herself in the mirror, she felt like an entirely new person. Oh! oh look at you! So stunning! Thank you! I do feel different. That is because your beauty has finally been unlocked. Now all will want to stare at it. Max, where are you? I, I'm lost in these creepy 
the mannequins. Hold on, I'm I'm coming. I really would like to buy at least one of these outfits, but I don't have much. How much do you have right now? Ten dollars? Tell you what, I'll sell them all to you for ten dollars. What? Are you sure? Of course! It would be a crime to deprive you of this style that shows your true beauty. But you must promise me one thing. Of course! Anything! You must promise Mola that you will wear these clothes only and tell everyone where you got them. I can do that. That's all you want? Of course. I live to make people the center of attention. Plus, this is good business for me. Yes? You model my clothes for all to see. Thank you. I will. Max quickly handed the $10 to Mala, who in return handed Max a long red receipt. Here is the receipt. If you cannot stand this new life of fashion any longer, you may return them and go back to your old, boring, drab self. But only if you have receipt will this bargain be undone. Uh, okay. Excellent. Then it is understood. Max? I gotta go. Thank you again. Of course. Goodbye, my beauty. Max then weaved through the mannequins, clutching her clothes with glee. But her blouse suddenly snapped on something. She turned and saw that the back of her blouse was caught on a mannequin hand. Not just caught, the shirt was clutched in the mannequin's fist. She looked up at it. It had a woman's face, lifelike. Max leaned in closer. Even the lifeless eyes seemed to have a spark. And then they blinked. What the? Max fell backward, and her blouse came loose from the mannequin's hand. She crawled away, waiting for it to move, but it stayed perfectly still. What was that? Uh, Max! Oh, oh, Bobby, there you are. Can we go now? I got to... Wow, what are you wearing? That's really nice. As Max collected her things from the floor, she continued to stare at the mannequin. Had she really seen it blink? It had to be a trick of the light. But yet, it was so real. Uh, what are you staring at? Hmm? Nothing. Sorry, we can go now. Max shook her head and exited the horde of mannequins, but laying on the floor where she had fallen was her red receipt. The next day, Max was more than ready to show off her new look at school. Wow, you're uh, really going all out on this new look of yours. Just trying something out. You know. Hold up. Look at you! Girl, you're looking Gargina. Oh, and she's so Gargina. Wow. Thanks, Diane. That means a lot. Are you new here? She's known you two since the first grade. Oh, hello then. I'm Diane. And I'm Diane. Yes, I know who... Hello, I'm Max. Max, death save us a seat at lunch. Yes! We need to talk about all this. Okay. Bobby, I'm having lunch with the Dianes! I am so sorry to hear that. It's working! They noticed me! As long as you're happy. 
Oh, I, I almost forgot. Uh, yesterday at the boutique, oh, there's you... Vanessa. I'm going to say hi. Uh, as fun as that sounds, I think I'll head to Spanish. Early. Uh, see you later. Hey, Vanessa. How are you today? Vanessa stood at her locker, fumbling with the lock. Stupid lock. Do you need help? Oh, hey, Maribel. It's Max. I don't know what's wrong with me. Is it possible to get arthritis at a young age? Vanessa turned to Max, her face glossy and strangely tight. I think I need to up my weekly yoga sessions. I feel so stiff. Uh, yeah. Maybe? Oh, I found that boutique you were talking about. See? What do you think? That's so cute. I love it. Thank you. And I love what you're wearing. Thank you. It does suit me. (laughs) Oh no. What's happening? Vanessa raised her arms to model her coat, but couldn't put them back down. They were frozen in position. What's wrong? My arms won't go down. What? How? I don't know. I can't feel them. I have to go. Max watched as Vanessa teetered down the hall, her legs also unable to bend. That's weird. Hey, Max, is it? I just wanted to say that I really like your style. Oh, thank you. Can I walk you to class? Um, sure. Awesome. So, where do you shop? Because I really need a new style myself. was so busy being the center of attention that Vanessa's strange behavior soon slipped her mind. The week went on as Max's schoolmates showered her with compliments, invites to hang out, share their phone numbers with her. The list went on. It was the end of the week, and Max found herself en route to get lattes with the Dianes after school. O-M-G. If Mrs. Pleasets comes to class smelling like eggs one more time, I will literally hurl. O-M-G. If you hurl, I will literally hurl. I'm a sympathy hurler, no cap. Me too. I'll hurl if you hurl. And Mrs. Pleasets smells like eggs. What about you, Max? Will you hurl? Um, sure. I'll hurl. She gets it! Oh my gosh, we will I'll hurl. Everywhere. Hey, Can we not walk so fast? I've had difficulty moving lately. My legs are a little... Max, wait up. Oh, it's Bobby. Let me talk to him real quick. I'll catch up. Okay, bestie. I didn't get a kiss. Oh, here you go. (laughs) Hey, where have you been? I haven't seen you all week. Sorry, this week has been amazing. The Diane's invited me to get lattes. Uh, you hate coffee. I figured I'd give it another try. Oh. Well, are, are we still hanging out tonight to catch up on Wizard Warriors? Oh, right. See, the thing is, I was invited to another hangout. Uh, gotcha. Um, so, uh, I guess you're finally getting what you wanted. What? You're getting attention. Don't make it sound like that. That's what it is, though. You change and try to be like them and they finally notice you. And what's wrong with that, huh? 
What's wrong with people seeing me and finally talking to me and wanting to hang out? Nothing. But is it because they really want to know you? No, it's those clothes. They see them and they make you part of their crowd. Don't you want to be noticed for more than what you're wearing, Max? Who cares what it's for as long as I'm finally noticed? You don't get it, Bobby. You may not care about this stuff, but I do. Hardly anyone ever gave me the time of day before. But now they stop and stare. These clothes make me feel seen. If that's what makes you happy, then put yourself out on display. Have fun with your new friends. But remember that I always saw you, Max. The moment Bobby stomped off, Max instantly regretted her words. She lifted a hand, about to call out to her friend, but felt that her fingers were rigid. She inspected her hand closer and saw that all its blemishes, veins, hairs, were gone. Her hand was smooth like porcelain and hard to the touch. Her fingers were stiff and could not flex. Just like Vanessa. I need to find that boutique. Max scurried down the sidewalk, looking at her hands as if they'd become snakes. She thought if she went to the baseball field where she last saw the boutique, it would be there. But then she remembered Vanessa had said it was a pop-up boutique. Max halted to a stop in the middle of a crosswalk. If she could wish she would see it again, would it pop up? She closed her eyes and wished. She opened them. The boutique was placed before her, nestled in a home's front yard. Yeah. Really should have thought about how weird that was in the first place. doors teetering on her board-like legs. They were starting to stiffen up more. Mala, I need help! Max hobbled into the crowd of mannequins, trying to maneuver her way through. Her eye then caught on to one of the mannequins. It was a beautifully sculpted young blonde. Max shuffled her stiff legs closer, now unable to move her arms. Horrified, she realized it wasn't just a mannequin. It was Vanessa, still modeling the jacket in the same pose she'd struck in the school hallway. Vanessa? Is that you? The mannequin began to murmur through its frozen features. Max screamed and fumbled away as best she could. This was all turning into a nightmare. My dear, you call for Mola? I don't want these clothes anymore. Take it back. Take everything back. Oh, no. This saddens Mola to hear you are not happy customer. You no longer want people to stop and stare at you? No, not like this. I want to go back to the way I was. I don't want this. Very well. Do you have receipt? Max's eyes widened. The receipt? Where had she put the receipt? She tried to lower her arms to search her pockets, but couldn't bend them. I don't know. I can't look for it. Well then, no receipt, no returns. It's store policy, you understand. Please, you have to help me. I have it, but I don't know where it is. I have it. 
body emerged amongst the mannequins. Max and Marla jumped in surprise. Well, Marla jumped in surprise. Max couldn't move at this point. Bobby? Is that you? It is. Bobby stood next to Max and held out the red receipt towards Marla. The shop owner grimaced at the boy as she reluctantly snatched up the receipt. Where did you find it? You dropped it the first day we were in here, so I grabbed it. such a good friend. Well, I'm no Diane. Ah! All right already! Your return is accepted. Enough with squishy, disgusting friendship. <laughs> Mala held up the red paper as it burst into flames. Max slowly began to feel her limbs loosen. But know this. You will never look as good as I made you look, Draga. <laughs> Mala flicked her wrist and a swirling vortex burst open above them. One by one, the mannequins flew up into the abyss. The store crumbled around them and was sucked away. Last was Marla, who gave the two a menacing wink and then flew up into the hole. Finally, it was just Max and Bobby, standing in the middle of the suburbs. Max was back in her old clothes. So... That happened? Yes, that... Did happen? Come to my place to catch up on wizard warriors? I would like nothing more. Yes. Hey, Max! Is that you? What are you wearing? Uh, well, I'm wearing my usual attire. Clothes I am comfortable in and express who I am. And I'm fine with that. Oh. Well... I found that new boutique place. Look at my new duds. Pretty spiffy, right? Max and Bobby gave each other a quick glance and then pounced onto their fellow classmate, tearing away his clothes. Hey, what, what, what are you doing? It's no, for your own you good. Me, Trust me. I'll no, grab his arms. No, you not take those shoes. off. Not my new shoes. Please, anything but those. No, help. Someone help. They're trying to disrobe me or something. What's happening? It goes without saying that anyone who shopped at that boutique really had buyer's remorse. <laughs> well, glad we could have this chat. I have to get over to Bath and Bloody Works. Their new bloated corpse candles are buy one, get one free. Until next time. Ta-ta. Hey listeners, Summer Gale here. Thanks for listening to this chicken skin episode titled Mannequin Challenge. This episode was written and produced by Sam Van Fossen and edited by Summer Gale. Vocal performances provided by Sam Van Fossen as Mr. Scratch, Megan Sanger as Max, Jackson Castile as Bobby, Molly Lacrone as Mala, Taylor Guerin as Vanessa, Faith Hubbard as Diane number one, Rachel Thompson as Diane number two, and John Wiest as student number one. The Chicken Skin intro music was composed by Will Church, sound design and editing by Cody Campbell. 
To never miss an episode, subscribe now. We appreciate spoopy story lovers like you and need your help to keep chicken skin alive. Please subscribe and support us on patreon.com slash chickenskin. That's where you can get creepy updates on what we're brewing up next and listen to new episodes before anyone else. This story is a work of fiction. Any similarity to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental. Okay, time for bed. Good night, sleep tight, and whatever you do, 